0: Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor Anne... Professor T. Love. And tonight's topic is relationships and money. And I think it should be a very interesting topic because as we know, many relationships end because of money issues or it's a major contributing factor. Right before we started tonight... Uh, Professor T. Love and I had a little brief discussion and we were saying that during the dating process you know, she said to me, but if you're dating, why do you care about money at that time? But what I was saying to her is during that time, yes, you are just dating, but some of us date with a mission or a purpose and it's always good to keep your eye out, especially if there is someone you get very close to or someone you feel is possibly the one or you decide you want to move in because the last thing you want to do is find out that they're spendthrift or they're cheapskate once you live together that is the heart that's not the time to find out how they would handle money so tonight we're going to cover some of those issues maybe possible questions or things you should keep in mind when considering that and also, even if you're already in a relationship, how to help that financial burden or how to talk about finances with your partner because it's very, it is a very touchy subject, almost as touchy as talking about sex with your partner. Or what you do and do not like. I mean, it's true, <laughs> but it's so true. Like, the hardest thing to talk to your partner about is, no, I don't want you to do it that way. I want you to do it the other way. And all of a sudden, it's like, yeah that's
1: true this is true
0: (laughs) so we're gonna help maybe soften the blow or even learn how to do um, you know find a proper way to approach someone because what we all must bear in mind is each person when they are working or you know whether you're a stay at home mom or whether the person your, your mate goes and makes all the money you don't want to have World War Five when you two come home on any subject. I agree. So it's very important. Yeah. So it's very important to learn tact. And in today's society, sometimes we women can be a little harsh. And also, sometimes we men can be a little harsh to our partners. And it's very important that we find a neutral place and a neutral space to talk to our
1: partner so that... You know, it isn't World War Five. <laughs> okay, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, I, I think it's important You know, to talk about finances You know, we talk about everything else In a relationship what, You know, what like you say What sex moves And, you know um, <laughs> Where are we going tonight We eating out, you know or, You know, let's go to this venue Or that venue But, but, but when you think about that All of that involves money Okay, especially when you're going out together, especially when you're making purchases together, especially if you both have cars or one of you has a car and you're sharing that car, that involves money cuz you got to put gas in it, you got to maintain the car. So, you know, you don't want to wait till, you know, that time comes then you both blow up at each other. Because y'all didn't have that discussion, or you really didn't ask some critical questions. You know, I think it's important that you find out in the beginning. If this is the person that you're considering, then you need to find out in the beginning where they stand when it comes to finances. Because that could be um, that could be World War Three for both of you if you don't discuss it. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But so we're going to start the topic. This is these questions or um, topic, or yeah, questions that you should pose to your partner during the dating process. Really, someone that is. Um, you know maybe you see them as a, a serious a potential mate someone you even a roommate you want to um, live with these are some things that you um, should consider that uh, it's an article titled love and Finances questions you should ask your partner about money and um, one of the questions is if you won the lotto what would be the first three things you would do. The reason why they're posing this question is you want to find out if you have similar priorities. So if you think about it, if anyone, if you or your partner um, got an on, you know, an overflow of money, and your partner says, "Yeah, you know, I just wanna, I wanna buy four Bentleys, and you know, I wanna get the, you know, Gucci slippers and some Louis Vuitton bath rolls, and then, you know, I wanna." You know, I gotta get some Air Force One every single call that they make.
2: Uh, that
0: is something you need to think about. You know, or if your partner says no,
1: let's take all the money and save it, and don't do anything because we could die tomorrow. Yeah, you I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, listen. I know there are people out there that are sneaker fanatics. I know I'm one of them. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I am a sneaker fanatic, but. And I had to realize that I am a sneaker fanatic, Um, you know. But I think it's important. It's it's important to understand what your spending habits are. You know, do they talk about saving money? Do do when you you know I I would want to find that out. Do you talk about saving money? You know, because we always talking about how we spend money, but do we do they talk about how they you know if they they have investments? Do they want to make future investments Are they they're interested In having some type of You know when you're in your 50's and everything Right now you're thinking about your little nest egg You know so do, do they talk about You know a nest egg That they you know or do they talk about Those things so I, you know Again like you, like you said if you won the lotto What would be the first things would you, would, you would do that's a good question You right. know That's, and, a, and, that, yeah, that's and, a very good question
0: Right, but you also got to remember. A lot of times, um, most most people don't even sit, talk about how you spend money. A lot of times when people get together, it's more of everybody's very visual. So if you meet a guy or if you meet a girl and, you know, she's well-kept and her hair is done and he got a fly car and he got nice clothes and he got nice shoes and he's taking you to the finest restaurant, most of us don't think about how they got that money. We don't think about, you know, whether they got uh, cash or savings. We just assume because they got a nice ride, a nice car, and she got Louis Vuitton bags, and she got a nice car, and she got a nice ride. They they they're sitting on you know a bank load of money,
2: mm-hmm. you know.
0: And if you if you add an apartment or something or a nice place to live, they just think that they got a bank load of money there.
2: Right. So a lot
0: of times, people are visual first before, right. and you know, money is always the very last subject that we talk about. It's never the first. But another question that you could ask is, which word best describes your money habits? Okay, like when you're with your partner, and you know these questions don't have to come with the first date. Let's let's get that crystal clear. Maybe after you two get to know each other and you're serious, and you can wean these questions in. But it's. You know you can always start the conversation by asking a person how how would they describe their money habits or the kind of person they are financially That gives you an insight on whether they see themselves as a spender, a saver, or a sharer mm-hmm. you know because that's that's very important. What do you think about that
1: Oh uh, I think to me that is important to see in the in the beginning too i I feel when you are dating initially um I'm I'm not saying that this is the one, you know, you know, like they like the guy said, the great one in the Bronx tale. But you do wanna see if this person is a is a sharer. Especially for me, a sharer. Meaning that they're not always looking for you um to always put out the money all the time. Meaning that they will offer like, okay, you might You know, they may go half and half with you. You know, or Uh unless you unless you say, look, you know, I'll take care of the bill. You know, Um, you want to also see if they have that impulse to want to pay pay for your pay for you too. I do want to see that. I want to see that they're sharing. Like, okay, um, I got. You know, I'll pay the bill. You get the tip, right? Or, or I got the bill this time. We, you know, say like we're we're going to a couple of places in the evening. Or oh, I got the bill here, but you get the bill over there because I'm gonna be testing you too. To see if that's you know if that's that's the case yes I am I'm going to test you and in fact (laughs) you know what I'm saying you know you know the reason why I say that because I'm the type of person you know I am a pretty um, pretty much a take charge person like I'm the type that I give I'm a giver however um, I had to kind of pull back on that because I want to you know when you when you're dating somebody you do want to see if they have those qualities meaning. Those habits where You know they may spend But but also they, they don't mind Saying you know what I got this one this time I got this you know what I'm saying And in fact it's interesting that you bring this up Because you know I have went to A, a gay women's workshop um, About um, almost Four weeks ago three and a half weeks ago And they discussed that Especially with um, Women that are they say Masculine centered that means you could be Agey aggressive Or you could be um, butch femme, meaning that you could be a femme but you masculine inside or whatever, you know, and we discussed that. We discussed about what do we think about when we go out with somebody, um, how does that make us feel that, you know, we putting out the money most of the time. And we even talked about how do you approach that. You know, because a lot of times, in, the, in especially in the gay world, especially as lesbians, and if we're the more of the, uh, I would say mes- masculine centered, because you could be a g, uh-huh. or you could be a femme that's masculine centered. That's why I say masculine centered. A lot of times, the one that is the most fem, out, out, in a relationship, they, you know, it's like emulating a uh, a heterosexual relationship of man and woman, and sometimes we even said. That, listen, we like to see our lady put her foot forward, meaning that she, this time she got it. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's important to us because why is it that we got to always put, you know, foot the bill? And I think you need to make that clear. If you're the one that's going to do that, like I said, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I don't mind paying it, but I'm also going to be looking to see if you got my back, even on a date. I'm going to be looking to see if you got my back on certain things. I'm going to be looking for certain things. I'm going to be looking if you say, okay, I got the tip or you know what, we're going to hit this bar. I got you for drinks. You know, that type of thing. So, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I think that's a great point that you brought up because I think a lot of misconceptions um, even from the heterosexual community is that um, lesbian and gay are rich. Right. Got that's money. right. I mean, but I mean, sometimes technically that's only because this theory is, or it's based on most people that are lesbian and gay don't have children. That is the that is the belief. That's why they assume mm-hmm. that they have more money.
1: Right. Uh, but many of that has changed. So. Yeah, but you but know.
0: I think I
1: think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, you you know they. Yes that is the perception Depending on the persuasion And when I say the persuasion I'm talking about But really on the real side African American women Whether they're gay or straight We have low income I'm not saying that there's no sisters That's making big money There are But on the whole income wise Amongst gay black women Our income levels are not that high at all Right, we we may have the low income, but we usually have high spending. Right, exactly. Yes, we have very high. Spending. That's right, and that's regardless so. of gay or straight. Exactly, that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with right. it. Right,
0: but we're gonna go into we're gonna get get into the um next topic because that'll be that that could be a podcast of the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that's true. Will. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, another question that you should consider asking or finding out about your partner is, do you prefer to use cash or credit cards and why? This helps you determine or find out if you have similar um, money behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, um, certain things that each one of you do that is very similar in, in how you treat or value money. Um, but, you know... I, I don't. I'm not sure if that may plays a major role because sometimes some, I know some people don't like to use cash. They like to use the debit card. I know myself. Sometimes I like to use my debit card yeah. because I can track it, especially at the end of the year, like when it's time to do my taxes. Yes, I can, I absolutely. I can see where I spent it. It's easy to uh-huh. sort it and so forth and so on and it can keep track of business as well as personal expenses right so i'm not sure how that really sort of balances out if you're that kind of person in this day and age okay um the next one is and i thought this was a pretty good one how did your parents behave around money i don't know if you would word it quite like that but how do you i think the question really should be how did your parents handle their money that's like was your mom? Was she the spender or was she the saver and dad was the spender? Mm -hmm. Um, How did they handle money? Because a lot of times their behaviors and patterns and how they view money are similar to the children, Mm -hmm. you know, to their children. You know, one, Mm -hmm. you know, for me personally, my daughter is more of a saver. She does
1: not spend her money. She spends everybody else's money except her money, mm-hmm. and I'm always borrowing some money from her because I have to take care of everybody in the house. <laughs> right, right. Well, isn't
0: that something? Got borrowed from the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do
1: you th- what do you think of that, Love? You know? I think that's important for everybody. How we mm-hmm. how our relation. Remember one thing, and this and this is and this pertains to couples. Now, let's not get it twisted. Your spiritual relationship to money. People think money is not spiritual It is And mm-hmm. your relationship To that money Also dictates how You behave when you get it You know so mm-hmm. it is Important yes your, How did your parents behave When they have money my mother She's the saver and even And one thing about her she could save from Dirt okay But what's funny about that My father is the spender He's also a saver He became a saver later on And I think I emulate more of his Behavior because I started Out as a spender And now I'm Mm -hmm. moving towards Being a saver now and I don't know If that has to do with my age But or maybe I just reordered my priorities and I Realized that I don't want to be In debt forever I don't There's there I don't I don't Mm -hmm. believe There's a thing called good debt either Either in debt or you're not. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's mm-hmm. manageable debt and I've been able to manage my debt. In fact I've what I'm very proud of is that I've been able to pay off two loans. Okay? But mm-hmm. but initially I was a spender and I had to rein that in and then all of a sudden now I'm I'm getting more like my mother. Because my mother would take a dollar or five dollars and put it away. And next thing you know, 20 years later, she got all the, you know, she got this money. You understand? And I believe, and I had to learn how to understand that on a different level, because you know how people do. People say, oh, when I get $100, I'm going to put it away. Why wait till $100? Put a dollar, now I'm thinking more like why should I wait till $100? Take a quarter. What do I do when I get loose change? I put it in my piggy bank, and guess what? It comes up to $200. And that's like every every two and a half months. Three months, you know what I'm saying, so I had to reverse my thinking, so again, your spending habit, your habit, your money habits do derive either from your family members or whoever you were closest to, you pick up their 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 spending habits or their saving habits.
0: Right. I think when you mentioned the fact that you were a spender when you were younger and then as you got older. You um, became a saver I think it's very important To point out that a lot of times As we get older We don't need as many materialistic Mm -hmm. things That's right Like we, you know you know i i i'm a I'm a shoe aholic, you know I think I'm a crackhead when it comes to shoes. <laughs> but <laughs> even i am I'm a total crackhead. I just love shoes. I mean, I've only got two feet, but i I gotta have heels and shoes and stuff that's, that's my fetish that's my thing right but um sometimes as you get sometimes as you get older, you realize, okay you know you're not gonna i'm not gonna wear the six inch pumps anymore even though i want to you know maybe you, your body parts don't
1: go along with you the shoes like are walking before your body walks
0: <laughs> exactly okay and you know maybe you don't need all those air force ones and every single uh, exactly. I mean, you know, as opposed to having 52 pairs of them you right. want to have 25 that's you know right I mean? exactly so you're <laughs> mm-hmm. you're you're in need for these materialistic things are not as great and also you you also learn the value of these items you no longer spend your money on cheap things because a lot of times we buy you know when we're younger we buy something quick and fast and we don't really look at quality but as you get older you start valuing quality and then you know you can keep the item a lot longer and you right. know fashion repeats itself like every five to ten years that's like, right you know. that's right
1: that's right they,
0: it okay, does repeat so okay. itself that, that's like a, <laughs> that's a major thing i just wanted to add that okay um the next okay. the next question is do we have equal say on how we use our money no matter who earns more now who this one here I think it's a firestorm, honey. This is a fire, firestorm going on right here. Um, the article mentions that you should check you're on the same page or on the who controls the money and household expenses. Now, this can be very, very, very interesting because um, because of the economic challenges that has encounter that a lot of people have encountered lately, meaning high rent, especially in New York, you know, and really across the United States, because, you know, they I just saw an article not too long ago where it said um the average person or average family cannot afford a two bedroom apartment. Wow. In some places. Yeah,
2: that's so bad. you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah the economic challenges, so many companies laying people off Okay, especially people who are forty and above fourth and hiring um people to take those positions that they just laid the people off at a cheaper rate yeah, so if yeah. they had if they had someone who was there for i don't know ten or fifteen years, they were making i'm gonna pick sixty or seventy thousand they go and hire younger people at 35000 who has like $85,000 worth of student loan debt. Wow. So, um, yeah. A lot. Yeah. So a lot of times um, you know if the breadwinner for whatever reason loses that money or something like that they you know they may want to take more control over the finances you know. So sometimes that can cause a problem if one doesn't earn that much. You know, so sometimes dividing that is a hard thing on who's going to pay what, who contributes what, and so forth and so on. Because some things that a person can contribute, even if they're not even on a financial level, can be just as valuable as the one that does um, contribute on a financial level. Especially like if there's children involved wow. and one person is working part-time and the other person is staying at home taking care of kids. Because daycare is expensive.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, well way, You could probably go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I agree with that because I don't think anyone has ever put a value on a woman that stays at home. And or takes, dad. Or, or, or a dad. dad, right. Or a dad or a partner that stays at home and takes care of the kids and keeps the house straight. There is a monetary right. value on that. And it is just as if it if, it, if it, not as not only is it just as important, it is I think is about almost equal because you know a lot of people don't look at that they always looking at who's who's working who's physically going out to work who's who's coming home with a paycheck but they don't look at the person that takes care that runs that house really. You might run the household financially Meaning that not run it But you might bring in the most income But you may not still be running that household And the one that usually runs the household Is the one that may be home Because they're the ones that know What the house needs they might be the one that's decorating the house. They're the ones that's, you know, making that house look fabulous when you come home. They're the ones that's cooking. They're the ones that's going there and and um and washing and cleaning. They're the ones that's going food shopping. They're the ones that's, you know, making sure that you got what you need when you come in that house. Nobody has actually put a monetary value on that.
0: Exactly, and that's, that's very important because, um, like I said, in, in the event that a couple has children, mm-hmm. um, that is, um, daycare is very expensive. Um, like I was going to say, at one point, you know, you, you used to be able to get someone to watch your kids for $50 to $100 a week.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: that's the lunch money for your kids. Right. Um, that are daycare. You know, some people are paying four or $500 a week for daycare yeah that's okay. that's not that's expensive. So, yeah exactly mm-hmm. you know over one month if you 're paying four hundred dollars you 're paying anywhere from sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month for mm-hmm. someone to watch a kid
1: right know? so that go ahead no you you're absolutely right, and also you know you' got to take into effect that there are some people stay at home partners. That they do a little bit of part time work They may you know nowadays You can work from home now you can work Remotely and or They could you know whatever their um, Specialty is or whatever they could be Picking up odd jobs or whatever to bring In cash into the house and Sometimes it's that odd job Or that part time job that might be Helping the household get to where it Needs to get to Right but I I mean
0: that's absolutely true But, like I was saying, a lot of it is someone may not put the value if there's children involved. Right. You know, even they may not even put the value if the person is working part-time and taking care of children. Right. that's one thing. It's very important to discuss this kind of matter and how how and why and the balance. You know, because one person could be going to school. The other person said they're going to support them you know it could be a thousand different reasons but you got to make sure that there's an understanding between the two parties that's mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. and mutual respect even if the person doesn't make as much you know their contribution to the relationship could be just as valuable that's it's not right. more so that isn't which isn't um tracked by financial means
2: mm-hmm. so that's
0: something that's really um to, to really um, take take the time and think about, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes there are a lot of people who do not make the same as their partner. And you should never put them down because they don't. That's right. Um, the next the next question is, how do you prioritize your spending? You know, that's that's also very another tricky tricky one because some people will prioritize it based on um, uh, their own personal needs family needs, household Mm -hmm. needs. Right. So, for example, you know, um, if you own a house together or you're living in a house together or renting a house together and you're responsible for repairs, one person may see it as, you know, the smart thing to do to take care of the repair right away. Or if you have a car together, they may say, hey, we need to take care of this right away so that the problem won't grow. And the other partner may say, I don't think it's that important right now. Uh-huh. Let's, you know, I think it's important if I got a pair of shoes or a new bag or something like that, you know. You know, or the person may see their health if they have health issues. Uh-huh. So it's important to, to discuss that, you know, travel, going on vacation, doing things together. Is that a priority
2: uh-huh. for
0: your relationship? Right. Um, is it necessary? hmm uh-huh. You know, because one person could say, you know, in the middle of, you know, in the relationship, well, I don't think we need to go on this many trips. Because you may find out they hate traveling. They right. They not like
1: it. Right.
2: okay <laughs>
0: right? and, 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 that, and that's why I said... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish. And that's why I was going to say, that's why it's important to discuss it. Because, you know, you can find these things out. Like... Mm-hmm you know, the person may only travel because you're traveling. That's but then true. They, you, you come to find out they hate
1: traveling. They think it's unnecessary. They think it's it's a waste of money. What were right. you say? Well, you know that so you know, like you said, that you need to find that out because you know, you may have to come to an agreement that if you're not the type that likes to travel, um, then you may have to, you know, be able to allow your partner to travel by themselves mm-hmm. because you you know let's face it you know you don't want to squash what they like to do you 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 still want them to be able to enjoy themselves and that that just might be something that they want to do, you don't necessarily have to do it and and you know I'm a firm believer that you know you have people that you know they don't like the same things you know you know relationships are not about you always liking the same things all the time, you know, and like mm-hmm. you said, you know um for maybe for them, travel is important because that's how they're able to explore the world or meet different people or do different things that that's their thing. And that's be an expense that it may not come out of your pocket. It'll just come out of their pocket. And that's something that they would have to plan for.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I said it's important to mm-hmm. um, find that out. If something like traveling is important, mm-hmm. but it's also um, to find out, you know, when you're establishing a relationship Or if you're already in a relationship It's important that a couple Have quality time together yeah. And quality time means, Also means doing something together mm-hmm. Together And you know Maybe you can take turns on the traveling The cooking or you know The eating out and things like that right. But it's always good That you have an activity That both of you share In Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, on another note, usually when you get engaged and you decide to marry someone, and, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I I don't want to do the whole wedding thing. You know, we just want to run away and elope. There's the reason why that whole process of engagement occurs and wedding planning, really the wedding planning. Because during the wedding planning, that's when you really find out about someone's financial um, background or you find out about how they spend money. You learn a lot about each other. And people take that for granted, and so many people skip that process. And listen, I'm not saying that everyone should spend $20,000, $80,000 on a wedding, especially if they cannot afford it. But even if you decide to do something simple at home, it is important to, to do that together. Because right. that's a test of your relationship and your ability to communicate, compromise, talk things out, and come to a understanding and mutual respect. Okay? So I just wanted to bring that point up before going on to um the the next one um the next one is should you share bank accounts okay now this one is also a very tricky one because um it's hard to to say but in in a way it's not because if a person is a spendthrift and a, another person is a cheapskate then it would it would be a good idea to share a bank account only for the expenses <laughs> meaning that each person can, you know, you two make an agreement to um, put X amount of dollars into a bank account to address the needs of the household, repairs, buying furniture, whatever, whatever. And it's understood that that money is not touched for whatever reason. Mm. It's not touched, meaning no partner can take it in and get Air Force Ones. The other one can't go buy Red Bottoms or go on a travel expense unless that's something that's agreed upon and even that but this should be the the unit for you two together Mm -hmm. i would never really recommend that a couple take their personal account and share it with their partner meaning that if they have direct direct deposit Mm -hmm. that money shouldn't that person should not have access to it. You should put all... You should decide together to have a checking and savings account that handles any expenses, activities, and so forth and so on. All right.
1: What do you think about that, Professor T.? Well, you know, I was... You know, I was raised to have my own money. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, yeah, I, I was. Um, and and I also witnessed my parents. They do have a shared account. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they use that shared account You know for whatever Things that they need to pay for or Whatever the case but they also have Their own personal account And I myself have my own Personal I really would not Want to share My individual account like that um, I think you you Both have to talk with each other And decide how You know because that it, My personal account is the account that I use To pay my expenses Okay And if you're dipping in my account to pay other expenses when I need that account to pay for my loans or whatever, my personal responsibilities, that's difficult. So I think it's important that you have an account that you share together. You understand that this is the account for rent. This is the account, you know, to pay the bills that you do share together and to pay that off. You know because you can get into a really bad Argument if somebody Took money out of your individual account Number one without Your permission and number two For something that that really wasn't Meant to be used for Money that it was meant to be used for That's why you need to differentiate Your individual account And separate that from Your shared account Mm.
0: Exactly I I agree with you Um 100% one hundred percent on that. Um, you know, it, but like I said, either way, no matter how you decide to use it, I mean, I think mm-hmm. the chief chief um advice is to have a joint account right. that you guys can put the money in to mm-hmm. handle household expenses, right. exactly. Um, pleasure, whatever it is that you you know want to do, even if you want to do regular budgeting, food. Um, going out, whatever. If mm-hmm. you, you want to do it that way, right? Then you know that should really be discussed. But the bottom line is to make sure that you have a great discussion about it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question is: What are your retirement goals,
2: mm. and
0: how much do you think you can live on? Each, you know, as a couple, how how do you think you can live on that? Um, do you think you'll be okay with it? What do you think is you know you'll be able to do in that
1: area mm-hmm. you know that i mean talking about the retirement goals um mm-hmm. i think you should know that especially when you get middle age okay you have to really you do have to you have to you have to talk about that you may not talk about it at thirty, but you, but you need to be talking about it at forty, and even more so at forty-five to fifty. You need to be talking about mm-hmm. that because let's face it, the cost of living is increasing, and mm-hmm. the same the the way that we think about money at twenty years old is not the same way we think about money at fifty, because remember, as you get older, technically, um, your income gets less. Okay, and especially right. especially for women. Okay, so you do need to start thinking about as a couple, you know, looking at how much you know. Start getting your social security statements, and I'm not and and everybody thinks if you talk social security, you're old. No, you should be looking at whether your all your quarters are paid in, whether you're 65 or not, whether you're 40, 45, or 65. Doesn't matter. You need to check to see how much, have you paid your quarters into social social security. Number 2, how much would you get at your retirement age? What would be the amount you would get? And 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 you know, we're just talking about social security. We're not talking about if you have um a 401k or you know, you have mutual funds or you have stocks or you have property. You you know some people don't have all of that, so you need to you do really need to know how much you need to live on. And technically, as you get older, your rent is not supposed to be all that high anymore, unless you move into, um you know, Long Island. You have to be fifty five, I believe, um, to ha- to get into senior housing. They consider fifty five senior. So you need no. to you need to know. Okay, well, what are your options? Are you living in a house? Is the house paid for? Okay, can you borrow equity in the house? Can you live off the equity in the house? Okay, you you have to, you know, know how much you need to live on because technically, when you get older, your expenses should be less, and that's not necessarily true. So that may mean well, it, right. Go ahead. It's not necessarily
0: true in this day and age. Things have changed. That's why I said um, a big factor is, you know, this shift in the economy to change mm-hmm. and you know, people can't rely on the things that they used to right. during like like how our parents did mm-hmm. in back in the day. You could rely, you know, if you was a city employee or a government employee mm-hmm. you had a job for X amount of thousands of years, mm-hmm. you knew you were gonna make such such money, you were gonna live on X and Y payment mm-hmm. and you could afford the house you know, everybody's doing layoffs. Even mm-hmm. the government is laying off certain, you know, right. even in the post office they're trying to get rid of, you know, post offices and other agencies mm-hmm. are getting rid of the people that have been there a very long time and trying to get younger, or not even younger, just cheaper rates. <laughs> right. You know, because no one wants to really um, you know, um, pay all of that out. So, like you said, the idea is You are supposed to live, um, you know. As you get older, you shouldn't have that many expenses. But unfortunately, like I said, in this um, high rent that is, you know, Mm -hmm. that has plagued New York City and many states states across the country, you know, you can't say that anymore. If you can't get an apartment or you can't get a place for four hundred dollars a month, five hundred dollars a month, you know and be okay and not worry about it because something goes up on it, whether it's the taxes,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: or the rent itself, or just the cost of living. Sometimes it's the cost of living. Not too long ago, we had a rash of supermarkets that went out of business. Now, who?
2: Yeah, yeah that's right. Out of
0: business. Mm-hmm. You know, war bombs and gas right. Mass <laughs> And now you have Trader Joe's and you have Whole Foods, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. And quite, I think it's great. Cleaners.
1: And quiet, right? Go ahead. And quiet um, as it's but, kept, Walmart is going to go out of business too. Yeah, but see, that's what
0: I mean. Like these are these were staple stores. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, they were even Toys R Us. Right. Like, you know, these were staple stores and the concept or the idea of them going out of business you know is incredible and like i was saying there was nothing wrong with trader joe's there's nothing wrong with whole foods but unfortunately if you got six or seven kids you cannot feed them off over of trader joe's and whole Foods. right i'm sorry like you just cannot do it the packaging is just too small they don't do anything in bulk Mm-hmm. they just don't right. do it you, you have to now you know go to different places and that's what I mean like you know whoever thought I never thought pass would go out of business it, right. it, you know that that was shocking to me mm-hmm. even wall bombs I mean like what how does a supermarket go out of business where well, people gotta eat <laughs> right absolutely so so that's what I'm saying, you know, with this day and age, you 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 can't we can't even say that anymore. No. You know, you really have to be financially prepared or mm-hmm. you know, um figure or, or figure use coupons
2: out.
1: or or use coupons yeah. because let's be real, before we we would be looking down at people that use coupons. But now, let me tell you, I use coupons and any deal that I can get, I'm gonna get. Hey, you you have to you know you have to start looking at those things too because things are expensive. So if you get coupons, use them coupons. Don't and there's nothing to be ashamed of because listen, I've seen people go in the store with coupons and only pay like fifty dollars for a bunch for groceries that was three hundred dollars. Okay, because they had coupons. All right. Well,
0: I, you know, listen. I've been coupon queen for a very long time. I've mm. been doing that for that. I I look for a coupon. I do not pay full price for anything. I that's have right. No shame in my game. That's I don't right. With anybody says. That's I've been right. Doing that for years. That's so, right. I may love my shoes, but let me tell you something. I get those suckers on sale. That's Everything, right. Thing. I try to get them.
1: Got to get a little something,
0: something
1: off the price. That's like, right. I can't pay I, full price or something. Absolutely. So. And that's what you want. You get them. You get them on sale, so yeah, you know, you you definitely, you know, um, you know, you need, and also, how long do you need to work? You know, because that's another thing. Some people are, are in their seventies and they're still working. Eighties. Eighties. Yes. Like yeah, they're still working. So how long do you well, need that's to work? The
0: that's because of the economy. Right. These people, I mean, outside of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're just bored or they're alone, mm-hmm. a lot of them have to work. That's right. It's, it's not even a need because, you know, if you don't own your home, and even if you own your home, you still may need to work. All the more reason, because you got to pay taxes and so forth and That's so on. That's right. Yep. But, like I said, it's the constant, it's the change in time times and you know the economy and it's not in um middle to lower income favor at all Mm -hmm. anyone who is upper i don't even know if there's a middle class anymore but all all the people that are wealthy are making even they're even making more ridiculous amounts of money so, nowadays, you know, that's why a lot of younger people are questioning. Some of them are even questioning the value of having a degree. You know, um, is, it, is it something you should get? Is it something that you shouldn't get? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that can be a pita-tada for some people. You right. know, and even getting getting a degree is hard. But we're going to go on to the next one, which is, next question is, if you were wealthier, do you think you would be happier? Mm-hmm. And why or why not is something that you should pose to each other. And the reason why this is a good question to ask is because, you know, sometimes people think that because, oh, if I have more money, that's going to solve all my problems. The more money, more money, more problems. You know, people don't realize sometimes more money, more problems. But just because you have more money does not mean that's going to solve your problem.
1: You may wind up having more problems that's Dad. true and biggie small sang it best more money more uh-huh. problems and it's true when you have more money you do have more problems mm-hmm. and 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 even though money is a tool and it and it can be an excellent tool to use if your objective is to remove debt or to share it or whatever but you know would you be happier if you had more money uh-huh. You know, because with, with more money comes more responsibility. It's just like anything else. Even though you got more money, you're still responsible for it. Just like you're still responsible for the little bit of money that you do have and how you use it. That's why I said there is a spiritual relationship with money. Because if you if you're you're very poor with managing your money when you have a little bit, then how are you gonna be when you get more? When you haven't disciplined Yourself to handle the little bit of money That you have So how would that make you happier When you're not disciplined On how to manage the little bit of money That you have You know because remember Having money Money is a great thing But how you manage it is very important And a lot of times Money is given to you Not so that you can just gobble it up And say I got it Sometimes people are blessed to get money because they have the ability to give it to someone else and share it with someone mm-hmm. else. so again, it's back to that question. Happiness is related to also your relationship with money. Do you have a good relationship with money? yeah well that that's a that's a good point to
0: bring up, and I usually have a philosophy the long the the high, harder you hold on to something. Sometimes the harder it is for you to keep it. That's right. I'm not saying that you should be free willy nilly with all your money. I'm not saying that.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: sometimes when you're overly cheap or overly something, that's to an extreme. I and mean, sometimes you have to find a happy medium. Right. And if you have faith, you know, if you do, you try to do the best that you can and you have faith that um, things will work out, especially if you're doing. The, the best you can, which is maybe get it if you know you're going to get an extra expense. Try to get an extra job or, you know, you know, start a little side business, sewing for people, or making plates mm-hmm. of food, or delivering mm-hmm. lunch, whatever it is right. to to counteract or take care of that bill, that's you taking taking charge and taking the responsibility of. Mm-hmm. You know, but to, to think that money is going to necessarily bring you pleasure or happiness is not necessarily a good thing. The next question is, if a friend or family member asked to borrow money, would you lend it to them? That's always a tricky one because when you're, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone, a lot of times, like I said, people always think couples have more money. And uh, you know, or or singles, I think people just think you got more money no matter what. If you look good, you got a little something. Or even if you look broke, they think you got more money. So it don't win for losing. (laughs) That's (laughs) the point. So you you know? People gonna come up with their own decisions and and conclusions
1: and stuff like that. So, so and and they um, think,
0: but also, mm -hmm, and
1: and they and they think also, like you said, just because you're gay. (laughs) <laughs> you know that you might be uh you know you might have some money or because you live by yourself you may have a lot of money you know what i'm saying or they see how you take care of yourself and how you look that you know people are very visual so they judge you based on how you look or they judge you based on the things that you may be doing that you that you enjoy that that equates to you having a lot of money to give them <laughs> Exactly.
0: Um, you know, but even when it comes to lending people money or it means lending people money, a lot of times I usually have a, a philosophy. Either if you're going to lend it to them, sometimes expect not to get it back. And if you don't expect it to get it back, then make
1: sure it's not an amount
0: that is going to harm you. Right. Meaning that don't give them your last $1,000. That's right. Them the return.
1: And then turn around you know? and get angry with them because cause they spent your last $1,000. That's 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 not their fault. That's your fault. <laughs> you know? Exactly.
0: So that's why I said, you know, if you want to lend someone money, that's a very hard thing. But friendships and everything have broken up about that. You know? So that's why it's important to you know, if if you're gonna lend the money, make sure it's an amount that you can afford to miss or not get back. And if um and it also should be something that should not break you. Right. Like I said, don't give them your last fifty dollars or your mm-hmm. last thousand dollars
1: and then expect it back. Right. And discuss that with your partner. You know what I'm saying? If this is money that's coming from the both of you, meaning out of your account or whatever your little kitty fund is, you need to discuss whether that's something that you that that your partner wants to do as well. Because your partner may just say no, because they may be thinking right. in their mind, we lent them money before and and they didn't pay us back.
0: Exactly, that's that's always a, a contributing factor too. You know, that's why I said it. You know, if it depends on the amount, if it's an if you're in a relationship and it's an amount that you can afford out of your own personal money money that you want to lend to your relative, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You can discuss it with your partner, so long as it doesn't affect anything that the two of you have going on together,
2: because
0: Mm -hmm. um, that's when the problems occur. Right when um, people um, do something. That's why I said, don't lend anyone money that is going to break you and cause a problem between the two of you on or even you financially whether it it causes the problem between the two of you or even you financially where you're totally strapped for the week so you know talking to your partner and discussing that because Mm -hmm. you know your partner you're, you're right your partner may be like well, didn't we lend them some money two weeks ago? That's or didn't right. Didn't we lend them money last week? Mm-hmm. You know, because somebody gonna keep track of that money because that ain't their friend. Right. That ain't
1: their friend. Or, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, or you can have a family member because they see what's going on with their sister or brother and they see how well they're living. You know, they might think that's an opportunity to hit 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 they um hit their brother in law, their sister in law up for some for some dollars you know because you know they might you know they come in and they buttering up butter try to butter you up and butter butter their sister or brother up. Oh y'all looking good and you know I just love coming over here and y'all treat me so good and then here it comes. Can you lend me $2000 or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So you so that's definitely um is something to dis- you have to discuss that. I mean it. Only it's only fair. Exactly.
0: Um. The next question is how much is too much? How much money can you spend without having to check in to your partner? Now I know mm-hmm. this is usually sometimes you can find the same feature on checking accounts, mm-hmm. you know, or even debit card accounts, meaning mm-hmm. that it's if, if a transaction or happens on your account, Mm -hmm. the bank will notify you that this chat transaction went through. So if you have a partner that you're with, how much uh, do you two allow each other to spend without going over or with, I mean, how much can each one of you spend without having to talk to the partner? Like, what's the limit? Meaning, can each person spend... You know, two hundred dollars, and not have to discuss that with each other, mm-hmm. or more. You know, because that can that can be a very important factor. You know, like I said, especially if maybe one is a traveler, or one likes to go out every night for drinks with mm-hmm. their friends or coworkers,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or
0: you know, if they're spender. Mm-hmm. You know, that that could play a, a very major role.
1: What do you think about that one? Well, you know, um, if they're sharing the money, then I can see you doing that. Okay, meaning that if it's coming out of the the joint account, um, mm-hmm. but I think that if you have an individual account and you like to go out with your friends, that's on you. You you know what I'm saying? But because at the end of the day, you have to still make sure that the bills are covered. So I don't mind you having a little budget, you know you know, a budget where you know because if you have if you're working towards a goal, you have to have a budget, right? So if you're if you're if you're going you're planning on buying a house, you know, you have to figure out well out of that money, how much is going to the house, how much is it gonna to go to you wanting to go out with your friends on the weekends to have a drink? You know, um I think that, you you know, if you are sharing that account, you have a limit. There is a spending limit. And you both have to agree that you're not going to go over a certain amount. If you do, then that just depletes it. But a lot of time, what ends up happening, that money ends up coming out of your own individual account Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily um, the joint account, not unless you have an agreement that a portion of that joint account is going to go towards... Going out and, and spending money But I, I think to me If you're having a joint account That joint account should be People feel it should be for whatever you want it to be And that's true But I think to me the purpose of having a joint account Is so that y'all can put that money together Towards an important goal I don't think the goal is to have money to go out every weekend You know to spend on your friends If you do that, no, that I don't think You know I think that should come out Your own individual pocket not the joint. No, account.
0: I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily really coming out of the joint account. It's just that um I think what they're really trying to say in this is should you like, you know, should you have like rules or, oh, okay. or spending to think about it, let's say even if it comes out of your personal money, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say even if it comes out of your personal money. The question is, can you afford it? Right. You understand because some people will say Oh well it didn't come out of the joint account But then you can't put your normal contribution Into that's the true. joint account Because you, you've been spending three or four hundred dollars Every single <laughs> week drink, drinking with that's your friends like, That's I mean, true You know what I'm saying Like that, that's y- it. yeah,
1: Yeah that's true <laughs> That's true that is true.
0: I'm getting you on a technicality because that's what people do. I've seen couples, wait a, minute, look, wait a minute, but you didn't, I didn't take it out of the joint account. I took it out of my personal account. Uh-huh. So, wait a minute, you spend it $300 a week. <laughs> <laughs> you only make $200 a week. <laughs> that's <laughs> so true. You ain't putting nothing in the yeah, joint
1: yeah, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I understand. I understand. That's true. That is true. That's not, I, <laughs> that is true cuz you didn't you, you ain't got no and you ain't you got know. no damn money to put into the damn joint account
0: <laughs> Exactly Cuz you out so there out is... there playing
1: got rocks you know what I'm saying you be richy exactly. rich
0: Right, well, one person is going to be stuck paying that bill. Like, they're yeah, have yeah, to that's cover true. You. That's true. They're gonna have to cover you, okay? Right. So listen, because you know that's gonna happen. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I want to make sure we're clear on this because I don't want anyone to like mm-hmm. really listen to the podcast. Well, I didn't take it out of the joint account. I took it out of my personal account. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, And right. the professors <laughs>
0: Both of them said that that was okay T-Love
2: said
1: especially She said no I can
2: take it out of my money
1: <laughs> no, no don't get me lying Listen I don't recommend saying, that like, Cause you right you know the professors Right cause um, You know that money that's coming out The individual account Is going into the joint and if you Spending all the money in the individual What's going into the joint account Nothing Maybe okay. maybe close to nothing, you know what I'm saying? It's so clear. so you right? Let's be let's yeah. be clear, and let's be correct. Let's be
2: crystal clear.
1: Yeah, ain't trying to get y'all uh, in yeah, trouble yeah, out there. Know. Yeah, I don't want nobody getting in trouble. Said they got bad advice. You know exactly. People get you intent.
0: Very. Let me tell you during relationships. Yeah. You know, whether they're good or bad. Especially, wow. like, if they come down to the wire of being bad, you'd be amazed at how people can get you on a technicality. Right. Okay? Especially when they want to do what they want to do in the relationship. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And justify their actions. Mm-hmm. And if you're not wise enough, you can get caught out there.
1: Yeah. That's you true. can get caught. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> that is true. We, yes, we All right. Okay. You know, take it out of your personal account if you can afford it. If you can afford it. Right. It. Let's say that again. Repeat that one more time. Take it out of your you personal account mm-hmm. if you can afford if it. If you can afford it, it does not affect the right.
0: contribution that you make to the joint account that handle. The relationship, I mean, handles the Mm bill for the relationship.
1: Okay. That's right. Y'all get get that in your heads out there, please. Please get that in your head because that is absolutely correct. That is correct. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Tell them, tell them. All right. All
0: right, the outcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the next one is what does being financially comfortable look like to you I think this is also another tricky question and it could be open to interpretation and it's very important that you hear that from your partner okay and that y'all talk about that
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay so what do you, what do you
1: think about that well you know Well, you said, what does it, what does, what does being financially comfortable look like?
0: Yeah, because you want to know how your partner views being financially comfortable.
1: Well, you know, I think to me, y'all have to discuss that. You have to discuss, does that mean that you have, you, you, you cover it, you know, again, very important. Do you Does that mean you have enough to cover the bills Or you know you have no mortgage You know what are your goals What does that look like Meaning you gotta figure out what your financial goals are um, As a couple In a relationship Would that mean making sure the car note Is paid off by six months In six months um, Or if you like If you have a house um, How much of the house Has been paid off And when would you like to have that paid off, or is it just Uh enough to pay? You know, making sure that we have money left over after we cover the rent, if you're renting, um, that we have enough money left over from renting. You know, it it depends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That that would determine how financially comfortable you are. Like, do you have any money left over after you play? You paid everything.
0: Exactly, and, and are you but able also, to take
1: that money and put it away? You know what I'm saying. I think also
0: financially comfortable. Uh, what you think that should mean or what it looks like is you want to know what their idea of it is, and mm-hmm. you know how much of a priority is it for them to become financially comfortable? because right. we all can have a vision. Of being financially comfortable, mm-hmm. but is it a goal of yours to be financially comfortable? Right. You know, and to what extent? Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes, you know, nowadays, you know, you have hobosexuals.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh huh.
0: And hobosexuals, in case people don't know, not homosexuals, hobo. Uh-huh. Like a hobo, you know, somebody broke. <laughs> so now you have. Uh-huh. Broke ass people moving in with people that have established homes, apartments, wow. yeah. careers. Right. And they are staying there for their financial benefit. Right. So they have homosexuals. people who are, mm-hmm. you know, they may not love the person, they may not even like the person. They just want to tolerate the person because they can't afford um, to find their own place. You know, they're not making enough. Their lifestyle doesn't um, help them make it to that level to to be able to afford these things, Mm -hmm. such as an apartment or a car. So they move in with someone who is a lot more financially stronger, Mm -hmm. and now they can afford that car. Or now Mm -hmm. they just have a roof over their head. Right? Okay, I remember one time... You know meeting this brother i remember meeting him online you know we just talked online and then i didn't see him for a while then i saw him and i said hey you know just him. hey how you doing okay what's going on i said how's the love how's the love search going and he says oh well you know i'm in a relationship i said well good for you i'm glad i'm so happy that you found somebody he said no i did it for economic reasons Mm. It wasn't about love. It was for economic reasons, wow. and a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. You know, some women marry a man they may not really love him. they oh, may like him. I mean, you know, they don't hate him. They love him, but they're not in love with him. He, that's not the, their dream man. That's not somebody they want to be with. But because he can, he'll pay for everything. He'll buy a house. He'll buy a car. He'll buy everything, and. You know, they'll do whatever they have to do to, to maintain that lifestyle, but they're not really happy with him. They're mm. miserable. They make his life miserable. But they make themselves miserable. They have a poor sex life, or they mm. don't want to have sex. They mm. complain all the goddamn time. They want to be with someone mm. else. Mm. Or, you know, some people, they just go get somebody else. Okay, mm. so, <laughs> mm. wow. you know, you got to, yeah, it's deep. So you got to find out. If what is someone's um, idea of that, and what are they doing to put that in in, in motion for it mm-hmm. to happen? You know, because you need to find out if you're the one who is the gasoline to make the car run, right. to make it everything in motion. If you're right. the motion, right? Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> if your finances is, is is making that happen,
2: right? So, and what and do you I, think about that? Well, any thought? <clears throat> <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: well, listen. <laughs> you know, there's listen, there's a lot of people out here that's with people that they don't really want to be with, but they only with them for financial reasons. And it that's cold. It's cold. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um it's cold-blooded, I feel, but you know what I'm saying? But like you said, you need to find out if you're that one meaning the person that they're looking for to help them get to get along their way you know what i'm saying and a lot of times people do look at what you have and what you got and you have to really you really have to question people's you have to question their motives um why do they really want to be with you why do they you know are are they in love with you or or you know do they really want to be in a relationship with you and that they're not in a relationship for money you know and you do have like what you say a lot of hobo sexuals or whatever you want to call it um that they mm-hmm. really they you know they marry people or they or they are married to people and then they they're not in love with them they love them but they're not in love with them And they're only staying with them for financial reasons, and um, you know, to me, after a while, you know, even even in that situation, it'll run its string out. You know. Well, yeah. It will run its string out. I can't continue to go that way. You know what I'm saying? Because after a while, somebody's gonna wake up the giant. The sleeping giant is gonna wake up and says, "You know what? This is. I'm done." You know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about me. I'm out because if the only reason why you're being with me is for financial reasons, I'm done. You know, but again, that ha- that depends on the person, um, and and their situation, and when when they decide they want to wake up from that bad dream. You know, because it's really a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, yeah,
0: it, it, it is, but it's, like you said, there's a lot of things that go into it, and, you know,
1: like I said, we can,
0: you know, it's also, you know, living, you know, going into that situation mm-hmm. for financial reasons,
2: mm-hmm. or what
0: you think is financial reasons, because a lot of times when you sell your soul or you sell your ass that way,
2: mm-hmm. you,
0: if you really get get a chance to sit down and think about it, you may wind up losing in the long run. True. And what you thought was a good idea or or reason to move or or live with someone or marry someone absolutely was not. It was the worst idea you could have ever done because right. you're really losing an it. Uh,
2: okay. I mean, the next.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next two, the next two, I'm gonna sort of well, the next two I'm gonna try to put them all together. Um, is how much I, you know, how much I earn as an individual is an indication of my self worth. You know, does someone place a value on how much you earn? The the other one is if one of us isn't earning, will the other pay super for the non earner? You know, and like we discussed, that has to do with children. And you know, in the event that you do have kids, kids should have pocket money without doing chores. Right. Okay, so um we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap all those things up. You know, it's really, you know, does someone place a value on what you do? And if, if not, you know, how, how does that make you feel?
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and why, you know, the question is to, to find out why they feel that way. Why do they see it that way? Because you don't make that kind of money. You don't do these kind of things. Um, and, you know, what happens if one loses their job? Will the other cover? Or if they have kids, will, they, will the other person be able to handle those bills? That's right. Grace, you know, mm-hmm. and if you do have kids, do you just give kids money without them doing chores? And what's your value? Well, that's a dilemma.
1: So, that's a dilemma today going on for a lot of parents in this millennium. You know, especially these these children that are coming through now. Um, I don't know why it's a dilemma for them, but a lot of kids, they don't do chores. You know what I'm saying? And um, a a lot of times the way we got money is because we did chores or we ran errands, you know. You know. Um, So, you know, you need to discuss that because, you know, um, are we raising kids to, you know, not know the value of money and know that, you know, when they do work, if they work hard, they're rewarded for it? I mean, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We have to really think about that because I'm hearing a lot of parents, you know, saying that um, that some of their kids don't do chores. Yeah, uh, yeah. I,
0: I think that I think a lot of that. Sometimes I think that sometimes that happens. You know, um, I, I don't want to I don't want to say if it happens in single parent households, mm-hmm. but sometimes some people will say that that is more of the case because. You know, it's the parent. You know, the parent is one parent is working. They don't always have time to monitor what that child is doing, Mm -hmm. and or sometimes it's overcompensation because another parent is in the home or they don't have access to that parent. But you know, there's a thousand and ten reasons or whatever. But I think we're gonna wrap this up for this evening. All uh, right. Love, drink, and Relationship. Uh, I do want to point out there are a couple of books I'm just going to talk about. I'm just going to mention their names quickly. Um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Wealth, Inner Game of Wealth by T. Harv Ecker. Yeah. Um another yeah. great great book is Understanding Wall Street. This was an old book that I had. It was the second edition by Jeffrey B. Little and Lucin Rose. Um this is another nice um easy read. It you know, it's for all the sisters out there it says, "Girl, get your credit straight because that's important." <laughs> by Glenda um Glinda, um Bridgeforth. Um, another book is The Black Woman's Guide to Financial Independence, Smart Ways to Take Charge of Your Money, Build Wealth, and Achieve Financial Security by Cheryl D. Barras. Um, another one is God's Plan for Finances by Dwight Nicholas. And the last one is Smart Women Finish Rich by David um, I I... I have these books so i've read them I'm, I'm always I'm in the process of rereading them <laughs> to to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. so um i I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows or everyone has taken away from this podcast the importance of really sitting down talking to your partner and even before you get into a relationship, maybe you should check out some of those books just to help your own self to improve your own financial awareness, health. And um, advancing yourself in saving Because like Terry you, um, I mean Professor T-Love Pointed out something really important How she mentioned how she wasn't a, She wasn't a saver in the beginning But she became a saver mm-hmm. And sometimes you know It's better if you start early The earlier the better Especially when you don't know what the economy is looking like And it's also a great thing for women Especially women uh, Or anybody to understand finances to you can't you may not be able to get rid of all the stress, but you can at least reduce it a little bit.
2: That's so it right. doesn't
0: haunt you and um destroy your inner spirit mm-hmm. um and your perception on life. You know, because sometimes you can you can you can make a mountain out of a molehill. So even if you only make fifteen thousand dollars a year you'd be amazed at how much you say you can save. If, like you said, you click coupons, you're diligent, you buy energy-saving light bulbs. Um, That's right. Everything that translates, translates
1: into money, yes.
0: Exactly. You know, you get you go to Groupon. Right. Um, you, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that you can do to help yourself become financially strong. And it's never too late to start. And guess what? Even if you fall off, it's okay. It's all okay. It's all good. And even if something um, traumatic happens, like you lose your job or you have to not work anymore or work less because you are a caretaker, because a lot of women who become caretakers, why, their salary drops dramatically. Wow. So a lot of times that's a devastating thing To go through And a lot of people don't take that into consideration Definitely. Because this person was living one kind of lifestyle But now they have to take care of mom, dad Or aunt, uncle, or whomever mm-hmm. And you know maybe siblings are not helping Or contributing on a regular basis And they just look at the person And say hey they got it But that happens to a lot of women More than we know, you know And you know it's a lot of work So whatever it is Remember, you can and you will recover from it, and we will make all this stuff available. I will try to post it on my website and get all this information for everybody to to look at and pay attention to. So I'm going to also say you can contact me, the professor, at the professor at love, sex, and relationships or com. I mean, uh, you can go to my website, www.pearlsblack.com, or you can contact me at pearlsblack at gmail.com or info at pearlsblack.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and I don't know what else. But I'm also being, um, I'm also going to be receiving, Uh, I'm going to be honored this weekend By a a women's empowerment luncheon that is going to be at Judy's 349 Macon Street from 1 to 5 o'clock. I hope to see anybody who's listening to this podcast. I hope they show up. Um, They would be nice. Tell them how much the tickets
1: cost, though. Tell them how much the tickets
0: tickets cost. The tickets are twenty five dollars. You know, you get you get a meal, you get inspiration, you get goodie bags. Um, there's going to be a lot of networking, a lot of great people there. Um, for you know, to talk about empowerment, we're going to be talking about empowerment on different levels. And yes, the professor myself will be talking about sexual empowerment. <laughs>
1: so the that's great really topic. Great fantastic. topic. Yes, exactly. Because that's so that's, really that's what Love, see. Sex, and Relationships does. We talk about, about. sexual <laughs> empowerment, baby. That's right. Exactly.
0: So, you know, we have a lot of really great things going on. And like I said, I hope to see everyone there. So, Professor Kila, why don't you tell them about you and what's going on?
1: Well, what's going on with Professor T. Love is you can catch me here on my network, Live 365, a bowl of soul, a mixto of soul music. You can catch me here where you can hear some great soul music from 1949 to the present, where you can hear biographical history of the singers, songwriters, producers. And just to get an idea, because a lot of people don't understand the music that they listen to, but they also need to learn how to connect the dots. Because what we, what we hear in the present Is a reflection of the past So make sure you tune into A Bowl of Soul and Mixed Tool of Soul Music Here on Live 365 As well as Love, Sex and Relationships At 8 o'clock Here on A Bowl of Soul Mixed Tool of Soul Music On the uh, Live 365 <laughs> Network Also you can catch up with me On Fridays At 6pm Eastern Standard Time 3pm Pacific On www.prn.fm Where you can hear me again Broadcasting and DJing To everyone in the world I want to give a shout out To the listeners in Germany Who are listening here On Live 365 They have been blowing Germany. us up You know they've been listening to our podcast Germany. Listening to the music is Listening to love, sex, and relationships And I don't know We went from two listeners in, in Germany To about 300 listeners So I just want to shout out Woo! Shout out the European country of Germany We love you and thank you so much. Thank you. You can also catch up with me on Facebook, just like my page, A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at A Bowl of Soul. And definitely make sure you tune into Love, Sex, and Relationships again at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. You will hear this podcast rebroadcasted at midnight. midnight, April 12th. Do you believe it? It's the second week. In April Hopefully we will get some warm weather here In New York City Looking forward to that So Professor I'm going to bid you good night. We want to bid all of you goodnight And thank you for goodnight. listening Thank you for listening to the show